A good line appears on the first page of My War, Andy Rooney's memoir of his time as a soldier correspondent for the Army newspaper Stars and Stripes in World War II. If you break your leg and go to a doctor who knows all about broken legs but has never broken his own, Rooney says, you know just a little bit about broken legs that the doctor does not. In the matter of war correspondence, I'm like the doctor. I wrote a biography of the World War II reporter Ernie Pyle, but I was born in 1956, too young for Vietnam and too old for anything that came later. I was a newspaper reporter for a long time, but I have never even held a firearm in my hands, much less heard one fired in anger. I've read a lot about war correspondents, especially those of World War II, in the same way that others have read a lot about the Civil War. I find war correspondents interesting, but I don't really know what it's like to be one, and the only time I was offered a chance to find out, I said no, without even asking my wife. If I could have overcome my fear, I would have been like most reporters who can say they once were war correspondents. These are the ones who made a quick trip to a combat zone, did some reporting for a few weeks or months, then went back to their regular jobs for good. A small number have done much more than that and played a much larger role. They have created a tradition, a genre, and a distinctive body of work. They are remembered and their work is reprinted because they have shaped American perceptions of war, of particular conflicts, and of war in general. Those perceptions, in turn, are the ground on which we make many of our most important decisions as a nation. What we think about war matters deeply, so the people who tell us about war matter deeply too. Fourteen important war correspondents are represented here, mostly in their own words, thanks to Stephen Ives, Michelle Ferrari, and their colleagues at Insignia Films. With the backing of the National Endowment for the Humanities and the Corporation for Public Broadcasting, these filmmakers set out to tell the story of American war correspondents. They began their work in the late 1990s, a time of peace in the United States. It was an important endeavor then, and it is more important now, as the country finds itself in a new age of war and rumors of war, a frightening era as different from the 1990s as the 1930s and 40s were from the 1920s. The filmmakers recorded extraordinary interviews with great war correspondents and people who have known them well. But films can only be so long, with time enough for only fractions of the full interviews. Ives and Ferrari wanted readers to hear more from these remarkable men and women, hence their decision to publish an oral history in the form of a book. As a historian, I'm grateful to them for doing so. As an anxious citizen of the United States in a new time of trouble, I urge others to read what these journalists have to say. War journalism is better understood when one knows a little about the conditions in which it's created. I'm not talking about writing from the foxholes, a heroic fiction that reporters themselves have spread around. Ernie Pyle himself, who became famous and popular as the chronicler of soldiers' daily lives in World War II, wrote a story in a foxhole exactly once. Sometimes war correspondents are in danger. Mostly, they're not.
they seldom find themselves in the middle of an actual clash of arms, and when they do, it's more often by accident than by intent. Mostly they talk to guys who are in the battle after it's over, if their access is good, or to officers up the ladder, if their access is less good, or to military PIOs, public information officers, who don't go into battles at all. If they need to write something, they go back to the press camp or the hotel, where they can send the story to their editors. With the exception of a few truly daring or obsessed individuals, the difficulty for most war reporters is not physical danger. It's finding something their editors might want, gathering sufficient facts and quotes to make a story, and getting the story written and transmitted to their home office on deadline—